I had a mental breakdown in front of my date and her whole family. What should I do? This is OKOP, where we bring you the craziest stories on earth. I'm Sam and John. What do you think OP should do after this crazy breakdown? I feel very sorry for you, OP. That is a awful experience to have, especially on a first date. First date, you're breaking down. Wow, that is that is pretty tough. What's the rest of the relationship going to look like? Well, maybe it's because he loves her so much and just can't control his emotions. Exactly, right? Tears of joy. Adds him to his tear jar. Deep cut for people who saw the last episode with Riley's tear jar. Every time he cries, he writes a note to his future wife. There's a context. Big protein, bigger tears. Even bigger heart. Bigger heart. Ladies, he's single. I did not know that. Now I know. That is so sweet. John's tearing up right I, now. I'm, I need a tear jar. What? But I think OP should go to his, you know, potential partner, his first date partner, and you know, be like, hey, I went through this experience. Maybe break it down and maybe ask for what OP needs. What? Some space, some support, whatever OP needs. I think I think OP should go and ask for that. Yeah, and the worst she could say is no, or just ghost you. That's true. That's Loki way worse. What, ghosting? As Riley likes to say, leaving them speechless. Yeah, you left them speechless. Let's see what actually happened. So I joined a website for dating to try to get more dates. That was my only intent. I've been working too much for two years at my new job. I just wanted to have some fun. I got an email and set up a date with this girl. It's my fifth date from the site, and it's been fun. But this one girl was like one of those love at first sight moments when we met at a restaurant. I saw her and she was perfect. Try to play cool, but I felt I could just cut ties with all the girls I've dated and just commit to her right there. Physically, she was everything I could ever ask for and exactly my type. Her personality seemed about a 10 out of 10. Dang! Opie's in love. Yikes! About 30 minutes into sitting down, we didn't even order because we were just talking. The chemistry was as good as it was with my first love when I was 13. It was perfect. Sparks were flying. I thought I was done and ready to commit right there. Take out the ring, OP. But. But. You ah. got it. You got it. But then she tells me to forget about ordering food. Let's go somewhere else. Hold your horses. That's a good butt followed by maybe, by maybe another good butt. Oh, there we go. Double butt cheeked up. And she says she has this idea. She won't say much. And I like surprises. So I didn't ask much. We jumped in my car and drove to this restaurant about 20 minutes away, kind of out of town. I have a spontaneous trip story after this story. I'm sure you have many. <laughs> <laughs> it was halfway up a mountain near a ski resort. I'm familiar with the area, so no big deal. We walk in and it's her entire family celebrating her aunt's birthday. There was only family and a lot of it, about 40 people. She introduces me and everybody and they were all happy to meet me and really nice. Everybody also asked her stuff like, is this the guy? The guy. Is this your date? Is this the one? All of a sudden, I wasn't so cool and relaxed. I felt heavy pressure to be on my best behavior. It was high pressure to the third degree, which is fair because like, I mean, meeting all of someone's family. 40 family members on the first day. On the first instantly. day, not even like at the end of the day, like an hour in, but everybody was so nice. So that helped. We sat down and I started being questioned by her older sister, her aunt and another lady that I forgot her relation to my date. The mom started kind of defending me and telling them to back off 
and let me eat. But the interrogation continued. After I don't know how long, they turned to my date and jokingly said, we approve. Then I was able to kind of get my bearings about me for a minute. But let's pause right here. Okay. Is this a red flag where a first date takes you to meet their extended family for a birthday, basically immediately after you all have met? You all have met. I'm very curious to hear what people have to say in the comments. Mine might be maybe a little contrary to what you're all thinking. I don't necessarily think so because I think that she is the spontaneous, fun, adventurous type. And maybe her, you know, slightly sporadic brain, which is like, oh my gosh, what a crazy thing if we had our first day with 40 of my family members at a family reunion, a family party or whatever. And she maybe didn't think all the way through of like, maybe this is the most nerve wracking possible experience to bring a first date into a possible innocent mistake born out of a uh, desire to be spontaneous desire to be spontaneous. But also it could be a good like filter. If this is something that you're not down with, maybe you're not a right match if you're super spontaneous. Like what one of my first dates with an ex-girlfriend was we uh, snuck into the Democratic National Convention and stole Pete Buttigieg's notes, which I found in the move, by the way. I have it wow. in my drawer and it has like all these notes about like homelessness and like New Deal, Green New Deal, stuff like that. But she was like down and we like hopped this fence and we all like, you know, hung out together there. And so that was like a great litmus test of is this person going to be adventurous? So maybe that's. <laughs> Are you willing to break into the Democratic <laughs> National Convention? If not, you're out of here. Well, let's see where this story keeps going. So I was totally off my balance all night, just tense. I was afraid the back of my shirt would get that big wet spot because I felt sweat on my back. So the sister brings her cute little girl and lets me hold her. And she and my date started taking pictures of me holding her and somebody else's baby boy as well. I started to feel like the tone of it was all that like we're just a couple. I kind of felt like I was married to her and these nice people were my in-laws. Oh my God. Man's entire life is flashing before his eyes. After a couple of hours, probably closer to three hours, everybody was kind of tiring out and everything began to wind down. Keep in mind, her car is still at the other restaurant down the hill. Then and her dad suddenly asked me, jokingly, of course, what my intentions are with his daughter. Though I can't remember how he phrased the question. Everybody looked at the table and looked at me, which is about half the people there. 20, 20 people, people eyeing you down. Oh my God. I guess I was exhausted from all the questioning. I was questioned by multiple people multiple times, and the question just caused too much pressure, and I kind of lost it. He asked the question. I looked across the table at her, and she told her dad to stop it. Her dad smiles and jokingly says that he'd really like to hear my response. And her uncle, I think, also said he'd like to know in a joking tone. I looked at my date and said, can I talk to you alone for a minute? To which her dad laughs loudly, and says, I made him nervous. They are grilling this man. So everybody's laughing, and I guess it was a big joke. And then I said to my date again, hey, can I talk to you alone for a minute? I set up in place kind of. It was one of those long bench seats and I couldn't push it back because other people were sitting on it. Then her sister I think because OP doesn't know who all these people are because he's just been plunged into this group of 40 people. Her sister says, oh, there are no secrets in this family. Speak your mind. Oh my God. 
people then laugh again. And everybody starts making jokes about not having secrets. And this man who married into this family somehow tells me that he remembers being in my place. And he says, let me give you some advice. The best thing to do right now is speak your mind and be honest. Then the others join in an echo with his same sentiment, all jokingly, I think. So I look at my date and she says something like, you can tell me anything here. We're all family. Is this get out? Like what is happening right now? I, this feels like a fever jam. I'm reading this and I feel like I'm caught in like the matrix or like a fucking thought loop. Right. She also was thinking I was joking, but I had started to lose my ability to tell when people were joking and when they were serious. So the dad says, wait, I haven't gotten an answer to my question. The dad reappeared. So I finally speak directly to the dad and say, I'd like to discuss that with her first, but regretfully laughed as I said it. So her dad says, I asked you first, ah, Wanna know? No. I turn to my date and she says something like, go ahead. You can tell me I'm a big girl. I can handle it. Yeah, I'm like on the edge of my seat right now. I'm like, I don't know what to think. What would you do in this situation? Would I would be, I think I would actually, I think I would maybe be okay. But at this point reading this, I feel like I'm caught, like I'm like confused almost. Yeah. By the rapid fire questions. I think if the initial thing, I would have, you know, cracked a joke back, yeah, you yeah. know, like I would test the vibes, you know, I, I probably wouldn't be like, oh, I'm trying to bang your daughter or something. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably wouldn't, wouldn't go that you hard. You do that? Unless they're like really, really like, you know, jokey and whatnot. So then you would say I'm trying to bang your daughter? No, I'm saying I wouldn't, <laughs> say, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. That. Unless I was like detecting 11 out of 10 like like humorous vibes. I don't think I would ever say that. that. Yeah, I don't think I would ever say that. What, what am I talking about? But I, would, I think I would. John will say that he's trying to bang your daughter. No. If you meet him. I, so I don't know why I said that. Fathers, hide your daughters. I regret my previous statements. Um, But no, I think I would have just like said some stupid little joke like that back. But if I'm at where OP is at now. Which it seems like the brink of a panic attack. Which is the brink of a panic attack. I might just be like i might have to say like i've been in spaces like this like what do you do i need a minute i'll be right back or something i, I don't know that's exactly what i did yeah i was at a comedy club and like super high and i was with my friend kobe and i was just like too high to handle it and i'm like i gotta go and then i dipped and then i came back i've been too high to handle things before so i'm big fan of that big fan big fan so i said okay and sat down then took a couple of breaths while her dad kind of quieted everybody and i started with i think I made a huge mistake. It all spiraled down from there. I said harsh things like I felt like I was having a bad dream where I was suddenly married. I questioned her intentions in bringing me there. I said stuff like, what were you thinking? Guess I like you, but I just met you. And right now I know your aunt. I pointed at her sitting next to me better than I know you. I think she was humiliated, but I couldn't stop. The more I spoke, the more bad stuff came out. Total effing tailspin. I said, I want to find someone special, but I don't want to skip the first 29 dates and skip to date 30, which is what I'd done that night. Whoa. Oh my God. Yikes. Can OP recover or has he pressed the button and blown up any chance of a future with this woman and family? I mean, on one hand, like Loki, what do you expect when you like when you take a joke this far? It's like it's not funny anymore. Like, like the first time it, it's like, oh, what are your intentions with my daughter? Like, okay, whatever. Like, but maybe he's serious. Dad jokes. Maybe he's using the joke to, to be, be serious. serious. And maybe all of them are doing that. Cause I mean, they are pressing this man, pressing this man. I think, you know, what's funny is I think he could come back with the other family members. I don't know if he could come back with 
the date. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the other family members were like, oh man, we were grilling this guy so hard. But the date was kind of the one that was like being embarrassed and, you know. And also, I think this was mentioned by OP before, but this seems like her plan the entire time because she knew that this giant family gathering for her aunt was happening and she had the date near the family gathering. You want to hear my conspiracy theory? What? Which we should also maybe make a segment. That she, you know, is very selective in her dating and plans giant family get-togethers in order to spontaneously bring her dates to the family to vet them and go through this insane grilling process. Instantly. Very, it's a little out there. I don't know. I could see it. I could see it. It's plausible. Let us know if you believe the conspiracy. Put I believe the conspiracy in the comments if you do, but let's keep going. Yeah. The people started interrupting and chiming in and suggesting that she and I slow down and have a real first date. I wasn't having it. I was out of control. I said, no, it's too late for that. I feel robbed here. I wanted to meet this girl, get to know her, date her, and maybe fall for her. But now it's like we're engaged and the whole family is here and there are all these expectations. We skip the getting to know each other and the dating part. So I feel robbed. Oh my God. Did I sell it, guys? You sold it. And the Emmy goes too. Then I said, yet another thing I regret. If that already wasn't enough, which this is rough because like he literally said this was his dream girl physically and emotionally. Also, you know, this is going to be the worst thing he's about to say. I said that it is a huge red flag that I asked for a minute alone with you to talk. And this is what I got instead. I added something like, you're all great and a great family, but the lack of certain boundaries is a huge red flag for me. I would never let my relationship become family business. There's more. Okay. Okay. There's a lot more. There's a lot more, but I want to ask you, John, I want to ask for the people in the comments, taking a little, little uh, pit stop here. Do you think what OP saying right now is warranted? Like, is he being too harsh? One, I would probably not say this on the first <laughs> date. Uh, you know, I guess unless I'm in a spiraling uh, uh, downward trend of panic. So I'll be, I'll, I'll be put that caveat and asterisk on that. But I think maybe the panic is maybe leading to a bit of an overreaction, but it's this is a insane scenario. And I mean, I, I think the family is the a-holes here, for sure. Do you think OP is the a-hole at all? What do you think, Big Protein? Um, I mean, I do think he's overreacting personally. If she was one, my dream girl, two. Yeah. I mean, it was already a 10 out of 10. I would just muscle through this and be like, hey, no, it's kind of awkward, but we're it's about to wind down and get over with. And then you can have that conversation later. Yeah. But I do think like he could, I mean, I know he's underneath a ton of stress and this is crazy but i do think he is overreacting i empathize with op yes yeah. it sounds like he's in like a little a little bit of a small panic attack yes would i do this personally no yeah i think like riley said i would probably wait till after and probably say a lot of the same things yeah. but it kind of in like a one-on-one -on -one type of vibe all right, let's keep going. So my date interrupts me at this point and says, okay, so let's talk in private. Let's go outside and talk. I'm sorry I didn't give you that minute. Let's go outside and talk privately. I'll give you all night. I am lost, but I guess that's a good response. It's a good response. Yeah. The weird ending is I'll give you all night. Yeah, right? Also in front of the whole family. Yeah. Because like you could also read that is like, let's go outside and talk privately. I'll give you all night. That's how I'm reading. 
cleaning it. <laughs> but I don't think that's how she said it. She was visibly shaken and I could tell tears were inevitable. I stood up again and realizing that I insulted all of them, I just quietly walked out. I felt really bad because they were all nice and had nothing but the best intentions for me. They love her and they were literally telling me that I was good enough, which should have been a compliment, but I somehow took it the wrong way and spat in their face. I didn't even drink. And there is an edit. We walked out and I let her have it again. I feel like now OP's maybe taking a little too far. She's now sobbing uncontrollably. She apologized and pretty much begged for us to start over. And I told her I wasn't into it. And then I left her there. Wow. I drove home and couldn't help wonder if I overreacted. I couldn't sleep. And I woke up this morning feeling like I probably did overreact. And now I feel like shit, but it's done. I can't undo it. And let me ask this more clearly. Should I call her and apologize for humiliating her and insulting her family? Or should I just move on? Or should I wait and see if she calls and then apologize then? So, I mean, OP said it best. What do you think, boys? Call and apologize yourself now. Because why wait for, like, I think you are correct in thinking that, you know, there should be an, an apology. So, like, why wait for them to call you? Like, that's 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 the opposite point of an apology. Let me, let me ask you this, if this is a, a correct statement. If you think you should apologize, you should do it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Question. Is there such thing as needing to apologize to someone's face? Is there such a thing as needing to apologize to someone's face? Yes, because as in like versus like over text. Yeah. Over so like, so what I just like said that. is, right. If you think you should apologize, you should apologize as quickly as possible. Usually the quickest way to get to someone is to by text or by phone call. But are there situations maybe like this one where he should wait, get to talk to her in person and then apologize? Totally. So you think this deserves an in-person apology? No, no, no. I, I think a phone call is good because, because you could, you could call if it goes to voicemail, you could be like, Hey, I wanted to personally apologize to you last night. I would, you know, if you're open to it, I would love to talk with you and like give you like a, tr a true good apology, you know, hopefully try to make amends and make it up to you. That still feels personal. And it goes towards an even more deeper apology by having it in person. Exactly. It's like the pre-apology. Pre-apology. Yeah, exactly. But there is more. Oh, God. Update. This is a few weeks later. I just want to clear something up. My date never had a profile on the dating site. She was browsing through with her friend who has a profile and they were looking Looking for a date for her friend. It was the friend who originally messaged me to set up with my date. Also, I deleted my profile. I'm totally done with online dating. I've been in this city for two years now, and I'm just going to go out and meet people the old-fashioned way. It just feels less risky somehow. I know this is going to disappoint many of you, but I decided to speak with her. I bet you the comments on Reddit were like, screw the family, screw her. How dare she put you in that situation? Come on, guys. Come on. I, I Maybe some of the KOP fam feel that way too, but yeah. I don't necessarily agree. I, I think, you know, you look, the family did put a lot, a lot of pressure and it was just a crazy situation to be in. I think that the big moment is when OP kept going one-on-one -on -one while she was crying. That to me is the big thing. Yeah, I agree. The very day I posted here was the day immediately after our date. That same evening, she called me and I didn't answer because I was in the shower. So she sent me a text that said, do you hate me too much to talk to me? I texted back. I don't hate you. She responded, can I call you? I texted yes. So she called and immediately went into full apology damage control mode. I told her that it was okay, that I was already over it and moved on. She asked if there was anything and any way we could meet because there were some things she wanted to say in 
in person. And she wanted for us to part with a handshake and all of that, which kind of sounds exactly what we said before. But from her perspective, I not know. from Hafiz's perspective. She's doing the apology good, though. She is. She's crushing it. It kind of sounded like she needed closure. So I agreed to meet her downtown the following Tuesday. Not a date, no lunch, no coffee. We just met at a park. We met and I knew she was still the one. She told me she loves me and we decided to try it again? We went on three dates and I proposed? She said yes? <laughs> ah! <laughs> wow. Wow. That's crazy. Three dates? She loves you after you literally cursed her in front of her whole family? Bro, hope he's got that special something. Are they like Mormon? I don't know. It's like, I know the Mormons move quick on. Yeah, on there's 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 absolutely cultures that move quick, which I think that's a good uh, a good uh, thing to think of. Like, oh, maybe they belong to a culture where that's like pretty normal. That's a thing. But even by Mormon standards, that's like because I went to BYU and like it's like six to eight months is yeah. a speed is, is still like a speedy marriage. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. We're going to get married in December. It's November 16th right now. No big wedding. We're going to fly to Las Vegas and do it there. The plan is to spend Christmas as a married couple. Just kidding. I'm, oh, fucking got me. OP, you really bamboozled us. You got me. We're not easy to bamboozle, Ugh. but you did it. Screw you. Damn it. I'm not that effing crazy. Hopefully you're still reading. The rest of the update continues on the next paragraph. You got us. You got us. You got, you us. got us. You got us. We met at the park just to talk. I had been so disappointed because I felt that the spark and the butterflies in the stomach would soon be gone, that I wouldn't like her anymore. As soon as I saw her, this was confirmed. There was no spark. She looked great, but I didn't, you know, I just didn't feel it. Kind of crushed me. So I decided to listen to her as she apologized again and told me she really liked me on the first date and got carried away and made a very dumb decision that she wishes she could take back. She added that her mom had pulled her aside when we arrived and right from the beginning told her that if she liked me, she'd just made a big mistake by bringing me. I guess her mom pretty much cringed when she saw us walk in that night. Also, I should say that her mom was the only one defending me that night and practically pulling people off of me like her religious uncle who asked me if I'd been saved. Oh boy. Classic. I remember that pretty well, but I guess her mom came down on her hard for not just having a regular first date. But she also said that things got even crazier after I left. Her mom wasn't there for my rant. She had driven somebody home and came back after I'd left. She found my date outside crying and was told what happened. Her mom, I guess, stormed into the restaurant and went off on everybody for ganging up on me. My date says she called them a bunch of out-of-control animals. The whole thing was reduced to a finger-pointing fest by everybody. Honestly, this sounds like what would happen if I brought a first date to my family. <laughs> yes. This is exactly what would happen. That's funny. My family's super nice, but they're like nice and like obnoxious. <laughs> the mom was furious. My mom was furious because the story is that my date's dad left them when my date was nine. He had some sort of breakdown, became an alcoholic, became verbally and emotionally abusive, so the mom kicked him out to protect the kids. He refused to get his act together and disappeared for almost 10 years. So the mom hates when the dad acts like he has a say in the kids' lives since he was gone and just came back less than two years ago. But he still lives over an hour away. A lot of the people that were there, I guess, live far away and they flew in for the aunt's birthday. Supposedly, most of them she only sees 
once a year at the most. So the mom went off on him especially hard and questioned his right to have any say in his daughter's decision to date anybody. She embarrassed him in front of everybody for having overstepped so many boundaries. So she told me this stuff because she wanted me to know that she was very sorry she let her dad act all fatherly when it wasn't the time and it wasn't his place. These were her words, not mine. In a way, I'm glad the mom wasn't there to witness me going off because I think I would have felt really bad. But come to think of it, she probably would have stepped in and prevented it. She asked me if there was any way we could have had that first date again. And I said, no, there's no way I can pretend that we are meeting for the first time after all of that. I know too much about her, which do you though? Because it sounds like you know more about the aunt than her, which is what you said when you were going on your ramp. <laughs> which one is it? I feel way too gone past the first date mode right now and maybe i need to take a break from formal dates not only do i not want to date you because of this i don't want to date anyone you have made me undateable <laughs> i did apologize to her for not telling her right away how uncomfortable i was and for going off on her outside the restaurant i told her that there were a lot of nice people there that i felt bad about but that i'm sure they understand me because they seemed reasonable as i was talking to her i could see how much better she felt that i had given my own apology her face went from subdued and sorry to kind of hopeful and semi-happy. She started to get back her glow and her spunk. We started talking about other stuff, what I do at work, my hobbies, and some other casual stuff. The more I talked, the more she glowed. I felt bad because she showed up looking kind of fragile and contrite. She looked very vulnerable, but by the end of our conversation, she was smiling and looking more sure of herself. I tried to show my sense of humor and made her laugh. I felt kind of sorry for her, and I made it my goal to send her home smiling. I kind of started to feel that spark again. It felt a lot like it did at the restaurant. Her awesomeness comes back when she's comfortable. She definitely does it for me. And I walked her to their car and we agree that another date is probably not a good idea for right now. Fucking teasing us. Teasing us. I'm being edged. My balls are blue. She wanted to meet my yoga teacher because she's the best, the yoga teacher. My date, I feel weird not typing her name, has said she needs to learn to relax more when she's stressed out. So I met her at yoga class the following Thursday, the 7th, and made the introduction which almost seems like a half date in some ways, you know? My date has been coming to the same three yoga sessions that I do weekly. We talk there. She still flirts with me and hints that we should meet for hot tea. Neither of us is a coffee drinker. I walk her to her car after class because it's dark by then. I still like her and I can tell she feels the same way. The spark is all the way back now. But all those comments I got here on my original post about her being crazy are still completely lodged in my head. They have me second guessing myself about staying in touch with her. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but whatever it is, it's going to take time. And there are some comments that I want to finish off with. And OP gives some updates in those comments. But John, should OP get back together or at least at the very least go on an official second date with this girl? Here's the Thing. So Opie mentioned that all of these comments are lodged in his brain of like all the, you know, negative things about her. Yeah. How could you take, let's say, for example, three random dudes from the Internet that you don't know in real life and just take their opinion and run with that? Exactly. <laughs> so don't listen to all of them. Listen to us. If you feel something with her, go for it, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The like, comments don't feel what you feel. The comments are on the inside, but we feel what you feel. So that's listen right. to us. Listen to these three random dudes, not the other random dudes from the yeah, comment yeah, section. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think like, look, you're, you're feeling something internally. Why not explore and see where it goes and see how you feel? Just try it out at least. Yeah. Give it a shot. It seems like you're feeling the spark. 
So maybe start a fire. Get warm. Cuddle up. Drink some hot cocoa. Listen to some Christmas music. Or some OKOP. Yeah. Best thing to clap cheeks to. People have done it. People have done it. But we, we, have, we actually have. So here are some relevant comments. Romney Will Rise says, this is effing brutal, but almost more than she deserved after the incident. At least now she may know that this is inexcusably awful to do on a first, second, or even third date. And Opie says, I don't think anybody deserves what she got. It was brutal and it was much worse than it sounds. Man, I feel awful, you know. Some people are perfectly comfortable being harsh and teaching other people lessons. Not me. My behavior shocked me last night. I still can't believe myself. I wish I had handled it differently. And Rec138 says, I'm going against popular opinion here. And despite down votes say this, how big of a deal was it really? I guess I'm in the school of thought where things are only as big as you make them. You could have laughed and been good natured about it. Who gives a shit who thought what? I don't know. I am maybe a bit more social and easygoing. And from that perspective, I'm having trouble figuring out why you would react by lashing out in a very mean nature. Even if I'm wrong, what kind of person makes her feel like shit about something I'm sure she was already mortified about? She dodged a bullet. So what? She effed up in judgment, but you did worse by showing you had no character and under pressure are likely to explode and lash out. And OP does respond. Ooh, what does he say? I don't think I'm likely to explode Again, I learned from that and it's never happened before. So I'd like to think it's out of character, which I think can be true. Like some I think people it can, can be, true. be super under pressure or just again, be in a panic. Yeah. Looking back now, now that some time has passed. Yes, it sounds like I overreacted, but I think you're underestimating how aggressively they were coming at me. And I don't think I could ever get that across in writing. From what I hear, most of them felt bad about pushing me so hard after I left. So I feel like in a small way that shows that I was in a worse situation than you can appreciate just from reading this. On the other hand, maybe you're totally right and that's just something I have to work on to be safe I'll just be careful and vigilant of my temper and coolness under pressure so I mean what do you think about that last comment like do you think actually it's not that big of a deal and OP totally overreacted and like he's kind of the asshole even from the beginning even before he chewed her out outside I definitely I, I would say empathize and sympathize like you know I can get pretty bad anxiety sometimes so I could I can understand in a scenario where it like seems like it's not as big a deal as someone makes it out to be, which I think this is kind of a case of that. So I empathize slash sympathize with that. But yeah, also at the same time, I, I think it ultimately, you know, it sounds like they were kind of crazy and aggressive, but like if he played it off, you know, if I, I wonder what would have happened if he had joked back on mm. the first like question of like, what are your, yeah. my intention, my daughter? Like, he's like, oh, I'm going to marry her tomorrow. You know, if they would have laughed and kind of moved good, on. Dude. John's got that riz, dude. He's got that familial riz. I've been thinking about my answer since we initially posted <laughs> it, and I said, I'm going to bang your daughter. So don't you don't you think I'm that good, okay? Yeah, I had to bake on that one a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do generally think that OP overreacted. And did OP ever apologize to her? He did. He did. Okay. So okay, he okay. said, like during their during their park meet, he was like, okay. "Hey, I'm sorry too." Okay, cool. So that that's good. But yeah, I I think it was an overreaction. I think you know every once in a while we're humans, we yeah. go a little crazy. I don't think it was the most egregious thing ever. It's good that he apologized because he definitely should have. And honestly, like if someone did that to me on a first date, I think I would think that was kind of funny. Yeah, I would low key feel like all three of us would thrive in that. Scenario. Yeah, yeah, but also we're very different people. Yeah, you know, like you yes. know, like like it's. 
just we're we're just built different now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, like we're we're all we're all more social, and so if OP has anxiety, like I could totally understand. You have to just suss out if someone's okay with that first. Yeah, because also, what if you go to the family and they're like, imagine it was a. I mean, it already sounds a little dysfunctional, decently dysfunctional. Yeah. Imagine you went to a insanely dysfunctional thing, and you're just like, damn. <laughs> yeah, but hey, like at least you know what you're getting into up front. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, all, all on the table. All on but the I table. But I like these kind of spontaneous, like little adventures. Like I, I the, my my little my little story time, and I'll okay, keep this time. brief. Okay. I met a girl on a beach. I invited her to a and, and some like deep OKOP listeners probably know about Beach Girl, but I invited her to a uh, a museum. We went through the museum, and I saw this guy wearing a shirt that said biscuits and porn. Yep. And then on, I'm like, we talked to him. I'm like, where did you get that shirt? And he's like, North Carolina at this biscuits and porn shop and then i turned to her and we're like do you want to go for a second date and she's like yes and so we bought tickets that night and we flew to north carolina for a second date we bought tickets that night i bought tickets <laughs> and Hold she on. ghosted me until like 30 minutes before our flight was about to leave i did not know. yeah dude i didn't know she was gonna come and then she finally showed up and we had this amazing time in north carolina we were like dancing at these dive bars and we were like making uh out uh, under <laughs> the stars while a lightning storm happened on the beach and it was it was the most incredible experience and then I get back and I'm like we should totally hang out while we're here in LA because she's in LA and then I never really heard from her again it was lovely it was lovely I, I mean I, it's, I don't it's an amazing it. memory you yeah know it's an I mean? amazing memory yeah. except I gave her all the Polaroids dude I bought her a Polaroid camera I was I came on too strong I came I came I, I, I was sipping <laughs> yeah. so strong question for everyone in the comments was sam a simp i was yes such a no. simp i was such a simp i was like i was such a simp she literally sent me a picture of like you know extra gum right yeah what, what was that thing again i think it was to show that i was too extra i think i don't know when you put in hey you know what we'll go money aside we'll go my it's the money is important but we'll, we'll put the money aside for the creativity and emotional labor and time that was invested in that whole excursion she bought the she bought the 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 house okay she yeah. she paid for all the house or not the house like that the, it was like a hotel or the, the hotel the, okay. the, the, the 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 yeah okay all the emotional labor and everything like i don't know like that that seems a little mean-spirited to send extra gum as like you're being too extra i don't know that being yeah and also she didn't ask me about like one question about myself the entire trip really but she was so cute she was super cute and very interesting but not to be and great memories great memories <laughs> i wonder if i will get to a point like beyonce has like the beehive where if like anyone wrongs them then they will just viciously go after that person <laughs> if, if, if i wasn't wrong she just wasn't she just wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the match i also have another quick question for our audience we have been playing around with different ideas uh one of which is what to call you all one of the ideas because we talk about hot tea so much is to call you our tea bags what do you guys think of that can you give us a, a thumbs Thumbs up or thumbs down on the we tea said, bags. We said, okay, gang. Okay, gang. That was the original one. We said. Uh, Suggested to by a fan, by the way. Yeah. Okay, fam is a little better. Yeah. Okay, fam. And then tea bags. And tea bags. Let us know what you think you like best. But what I want best Ooh. is this next story. Let's get into it. Hey there, beautiful. You just reached the OKOP hotline. It's so hot. You got two big, fat, sexy thumbs. Big, sexy thumbs. You know what we want you to do with those thumbs? Stick those little piggies right into Spotify and slide them in OKOP's about section 
and rate five stars. Or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, God. You're going to make me comments on how many five-star reviews we received. Thanks, beautiful. 